This event benefits the Bay Area Flamenco Partnership. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, and 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, also online at kpfa.org. It's 3 p.m. Stay tuned now for Cover to Cover with Jennifer Stone. Happy ending, nice and tidy. It's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday. Happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadows out of sight. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Today is the 9th of November, and bloody hell, we have come to grief, boys and girls. We have come to grief. It's the great god Moloch, the money god. I listened to some of the brouhaha this morning on the morning show, but the truth is that I am not equipped to explain what is happening. Uh, what I thought I would do is I thought I would ask my good friend Laura Privis to explain it all to us because, as we know, transparency is what life is all about. <laughs> no, we, have to, we have to get naked here, folks. We have to tell everybody what is Happening. I'm especially glad to be able to do this because years and years ago, when I was uh, bounced from KPFA for uh, a period, oh, let's see, I guess um, 1995. Anyway, that's an old story, but Laura was working at Cal at KALX, and she was kind enough to ask me over. Her show was called Women in the Arts. Or women and the arts? It's women in the arts. Women in the arts. In and in. Okay. So anyway, I just thought that maybe uh, it would help matters today. Uh, rather than make things more complicated, maybe you could explain to us just exactly what the hell has happened. Are you fired? Um, I was for a minute yesterday, and now I'm uh, reinstated. Um, again, thank you, Jennifer, for having me on your show. Sure, not and fired. Okay. I'm, I'm an off-air person, so people don't know me necessarily. Uh, um, my name is Laura Privis. I'm the executive director, executive director of the Morning Show. P-R-I-V-E-S. And executive producer. That's Laura. A, yes. Yeah. So that's. A uh, job behind the scenes. Um, it's hard to know where to start. But what happened yesterday <laughs> is I was called into the general manager's, the interim general manager's office, Ahmad Anderson, and handed a letter that said that I was laid off due to lack of funds. 
Um, this also happened to Brian Edwards Teekert. Amy Ellison was off for the day, so she's never actually been handed a letter, but we've been told that she is okay. also laid off. Now, yeah, and I've got to get this straight here because uh, if people are like me, they don't know, um, they don't know what the hell is going on. The interim manager is Anderson, right? Ahmad Anderson, yes. Spell the first name. A-H-M-A-D. A-H-M-A-D. Anderson. Okay. Anderson fired you. Yes, under he had uh, very little answers to any questions I had about whether someone else was taking my position, whether my position was closed, which would be how they're supposed to do it under a union contract. They close positions, not uh, people. Um, he directed me to the executive director, Arlene Engelhart, executive director of the Pacifica Foundation. He said that he was asked or told by her to do these layoffs. And that's about as much as he knew about the whole situation. This is very, very bizarre. You know, yeah. I've been here since 1981, and I never did understand who's the boss around here. What the, what it seems to change, but um, but it should be. And the way the structure is, the general manager, the program director, um, and other management here, local management at KPFA, should be making decisions about programming and personnel. Okay. And not the executive director of the Pacifica Foundation. Okay. But uh, she seems to have taken it into her own hands to make decisions. She's directed by the national board. She was hired by the National Board, mm -hmm. and she's making decisions about this local radio station. But then the executive director of Pacifica Foundation is the boss. And that's, yes, that's Arlene Engelhart. And the yeah. thing about this is as far as uh, this affecting the morning show, it's not just affecting the morning show. Because the morning show is in drive time, and it uh, successfully raises a, a lot of revenue, much more, three to four times what our salaries are. The four people that work on this show, none of us work full time. We've, we've taken cuts already. We yeah, raise I, I money. Know, I know we raise enough money yeah. that actually um, provides for other programming at different hours of the day on KPFA. So effectively, if they are making cuts to the morning show, which raises revenue, they then can also, in the future, when the morning show is not there as it was, not able to raise the same kind of funds, will most probably, in that scenario, be making more cuts to other programs in other spaces of the grid. <coughs> Excuse me. So this is really not just about the morning show basically also the union that we're all in all the paid workers communication workers of america has offered an alternative budget and solutions to the pacifica foundation so that they would not have to make cuts there are many people seven people i believe who took voluntary layoffs um seven so there yeah, yes. seven people actually just took the hit Right. Okay. Now, I don't, you know, I listened to Larry Bensky at length this morning. I know that he, what is it, uh, uh, well, uh, Amy Allison and, and um, 
well, I, I just don't know what is that. How, how do I avoid taking sides? Uh, surely there's something more. Well, uh, um, uh, have you stood behind unions before? I mean, there's one place you can stand is that the union of KPFA. There you go. Yeah, Philip. Is, um, Philip, Philip gets my, my okay, whatever okay, he says. So, so the union is say, has a contract. The management is supposed to follow the contract. Um, and that okay. takes into consideration seniority and skill set if the financial situation is such that layoffs need to be made. The way that these cuts were made yesterday did none of that. So it was a violation of the contract. There's been earlier, already the Communication Workers of America is filing agreements with the NLRB over some actions that Pacifica has taken. So well, they're if, already, you know, getting slapped by the yeah, NLRB. If, if this is just malevolence or p- political, uh, political <laughs> ploy, why? To what end? What, what are they trying to do here? Arlene Engelhardt did come on the morning show for an interview, and she stated in that interview that she thought many of the jobs at KPFA could be filled by volunteers. Uh-huh. And that's like the station that she, WMNF in Tampa, Florida, where she comes from, is a mostly uh, volunteer-run station. It's now, J- uh, Jim Bennett is the manager now at that station in Florida. Boys and girls, I mean, I've and been a volunteer true. for 30 years almost, you know. Yeah, and that's how KPVFA has survived, is a mix of paid and unpaid people But I'm not committed. about to answer the phones and take the, well... Right, you there's know. all sorts of different jobs for different people, and I don't know how many volunteers we're going to get to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning like I do every day exactly. and spend all day producing a program for the next day, every five days a week, plus, you know, whatever I do on the weekends to keep up on what's going in the news that needs to happen for Monday. This is a full-time job, plus... Well, I I still, you know, uh, the great God Moloch, uh, I tried to look at the money thing, the pie and everything, yes. and I, I, I might just get a headache. Where do they want this money to go? Well, Why? Uh, some of the money, I shall tell you, is going to five people who are on the payroll of Pacifica. 90000 did you say? Well, uh, that's, what our, that's what Arlene Engelhardt stated this morning, that her, her salary is $90,000. There are five other people. I'm living, on, I'm living on $8,000. No, no, 12000 Never mind, never mind, never mind. No, no, no bitterness, no bitterness. Maybe she, maybe she's entitled to $90,000, is she? Sure, maybe, but maybe you might see an inequity there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little confused, yes. I don't know. What does she do for $90,000? Well, the national board hired her. In addition to that, we have a national board who is, has four meetings a year. Let's see, how much did they, I'm trying to look at my, my, I don't remember exactly how much money they spent in flying to board meetings. But that was one of the suggestions of our unions for, um, Keeping uh, our budget in line was to not be paying so much money for governance and meetings. You can just have one of those uh, have, phone-in things. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, now they have uh, video conferencing. Right, video conferencing. Before the uh, the bylaws were set, video conferencing didn't exist. It exists oh, well. now. People can meet without having the expense of a air and hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, she, you know, if she has a telephone, this woman, Engelhart. Yes, I think she should do the morning show and my show while she's at. 
know. <laughs> that that makes sense. I mean, uh, let her let her take on for ninety thousand. I'm just I'm doing some addition here. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I remember the days when uh, this station was run by. Oh, what, half a dozen people? I don't know. Uh, I suppose it could happen. What would we do? we just move to a garage and do what we did uh, back in the day. What was it? Yes, you described some of it this morning. Somebody described it on the morning show. The, uh, I think it was Larry Fensky mm, who was yeah, on the yeah. this morning. The, the, the back-in-the-day images of... Uh, I, I don't know. It's, uh, well, you know, you could very well do that, but you, I mean, it's a different climate now. Uh, and and there are many people who support the morning show, who support the programming that's here. Not to say that we can't mm-hmm. make changes and bring in new people. Yeah, we need to do that, and we need to mm-hmm. be a vibrant community station. And we can do that if we're organized, if we're asking people in the right way, if we're making great programming. There is money out there that will come to this station. People love this station, and they love what we do. But if there is mismanagement of that money, then we're not going to have enough of it to do what yeah. we do. I heard some caller this morning say that he wanted his money back. Now, I tell you, I, I am, as I say, quite confused. I still don't understand how they can do this. Now, you, Philip is your um, shop steward, right? Yes. Uh, among, okay. Also, um, Antonio Ortiz, Esther Mania are also um, shop stewards okay. along with and, Philip. And listen, if those of you, those of you good um, labor people, union people, let's see. We, um, we need to have you... Get in touch, kpfaworker.org. Is that right? That, yeah, that's the place to yeah. to read up on the backstory because it's not doesn't always make great radio. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm looking at all these pictures of the pie and cutting the pie, and, and I there's just... articles and pictures, and always the latest of um, you know any actions that we might be taking to inform you and to ask for your support. Yeah, I feel a little guilty because the truth is, you know, I have always been uh, of the snotty little elitist opinion you see that the paid staff is going to take care of all this stuff so that I can come on and, and uh, you know encourage everybody to live the life of the artist and be, be screwball lefties without uh, you know having to do the, the hard hands on work uh, the truth is it's this is a big institution we have to have regular professional we have to have people who, who get a paycheck nowadays I I think the other the other stuff is um, what is it uh, gone with the wind, boys and girls. Yeah, and nobody's getting rich working at KPFA. No, no. maybe the people at Pacifica Foundation. If I was making ninety thousand a year, I would feel a little bit better about where I stand yeah, financially seems, today. Yeah, it seems to me emblematic of what is wrong with the nation as a whole. I just mm-hmm. I can't understand uh, this hourglass arrangement. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, that's why one of our slogans has been "Chop from the top." Chop from the top. Very good. I will use that for my mantra. Chop from the top. I have a big picture of my children back in the 80s that said, eat the rich. <laughs> and then somebody said, no, that, that's, not, that's, not, that's not properly, uh, that's not diplomatic, Jennifer. I had it in my front window and my two sons are standing there. One of them has a orange on his head and uh, says, the sign behind him says, jelly bean is a lemon. You remember Reagan used to eat jelly beans, you know? It was so, yeah, you like jelly beans. Jelly bean is the lemon. Anyway, I think that, what is it, after, what is it, 30, 40 years, we can accept the fact that uh, it has happened, folks. It has happened. Uh, the, what is it, the assumption is 
that they can they can do it. They can get away with it. Now, is there any way to um, what do you call that? I don't want to be too psychiatric. Is there any way to to analyze this woman and see if she might change her mind? Who is behind her? Who 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 could encourage her to do this? We don't know. Um, well, there are some board members who are, I, I think, are also of her ilk in wanting to have a more volunteer-run station. Who who see they want the, the money paid staff as um, in opposition to them. I see. They want the money for themselves or for the other stations. Uh, is it a question of dividing up the pie? I know that KPFA is probably well, the most successful is it not the most successful it of has all been. the Pacifica stations it has right? been you know our, yeah. our fundraising has been somewhat less so because of the mm-hmm. financial downturn but we're still raising quite a bit a lot of, it, of money it people has are been. more people are giving uh, smaller amounts in the past you know i always figured uh we were the Hmm. Big mama here, you know. But yeah, but back to your question, I think that we, you know, you can change people's minds with public pressure. How do we do this? Well, we did have a demonstration. I it uh, wasn't organized by me. There was uh, there's a, a group called Save KPFA who organized a demonstration today. There will be other demonstrations. You can keep up with stuff on um, what's happening on uh, kpfaworker.org. And there's also safekpfa.org. It's org. Okay, I don't know what else to ask you, dear, except uh, just to say, you know, I'm here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock, as far as I know, for the moment. So what I, I need you to do is keep track of all this for me. I I don't know. Uh, it's very difficult because radio only, in in a way, I think we have more of an emotional effect than, say, newspapers. But uh, people cannot study these issues because they don't have the, the, what is it, the the account books in front of them. To me, it's all, this is for accountants. And I, I, uh, oh, I have a daughter-in-law who's an accountant. She has a Ph.D. in this stuff. I don't know, but I have absolutely no idea how these things are done. It just seems to me nonsense. Well, I've heard people liken this situation as, uh, you know, there's a small group of people who who want to see the station go volunteer. And it's sort of like Grover Norquist when he said, uh, starve the beast. Or, yes. you know, oh, so my God. government's so small you can drown it in a bathtub. That's mm-hmm. the idea. You cut yeah. the morning show, you cut revenue, mm-hmm. revenue generators, then you can cut more and more and more and reshape to your liking. It's a pathology because I'm looking here at the number. Well, I don't even want to. I don't want to look at the money. The lawyers are <laughs> making the money, you know. It's like yeah, a the novel. the lawyers are making the money. It's a novel by Charles Dickens, you know, in which all the money is going to litigation and that nonsense. Uh, years ago, I remember once I made a slip up and said um, the wrong thing on the air, and I was yelled at forever saying, don't you remember, you know, KPFA lost half a million dollars because we used a four-letter word on the air or something, and... Uh, you know, I kept thinking, well, uh, you know, tough, but it's, it's not, what is it, uh, it's not that I don't think we should, uh, use the lawyers, it's just that it, it doesn't make any sense, uh, is that the only option? Is to, to, you know, call these people on it legally? I, I don't know, I mean, is that, what, what does Philip say? I was asking, I was thinking the other day, uh, 
I, I would just refer anybody who, who wants um, more information to ask Philip Muldry because I just trust him because I've known him longer than anybody else. But I don't know what, you know, what the, what is it, the course of action should be. Uh, I don't know. I tried to listen to um, Englehart this morning and I, I, I think it's pretty straightforward. I think it's pretty simple. Uh, she doesn't, what is it? She doesn't seem to have any, I would, well, I don't, I don't want to say she's not sympathetic, but, uh, she just doesn't, um, she does not have the vision. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. She's, she's a dry student. And I'm not sure that she knows very much about the particular mm. operations of the station. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't know that Brian Edwards Tickert also is a producer as well as a host. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, everyone who walks in the building knows that. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so to, yeah, people are losing their jobs and people don't even know what their jobs are. When I'm, yeah, this is like an absentee landlord or something. It just doesn't compute. There are no reasonable reasons here. I don't know. The thing is, uh, can't, let's see, who can give, who can give her flack? Um, Anderson can't, no. Uh, what's going to happen? You have, you were having a union meeting when I came in today. Uh, has anybody decided anything? They were in the middle of deciding things at that point. So there's various actions the union is planning to take, but they they weren't decided yet as I left. I don't care. I'm desperate. My my mind is going. I I I want permission to quit. I give up entirely. I'm gonna go to the movies. I'm gonna go see Entosaki Shange's for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. <laughs> and I think you should go with me. I got in the mail today a pile of poetry, and here I don't have time because we're so busy uh, uh, flummoxing each other. The Painted Tongue Flowers, poetry by Amy Trussell, paintings by Crystalline Brown. It's beautiful. Maybe I'll have time to read poetry next week from, from that book. And I brought in a copy of Barack Obama's biography because our president, uh, our beloved um uh, uh, head of state had an epiphany years ago when he went to see the movie for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. One of his colleagues there in Chicago, a fellow community organizer, took him by the hand, took him to this play, and he describes at great length in his book, Dreams from My Father, on page 204, is a wonderful description of the women it was the beginning of a great movement uh it was the first time that uh women of color had on a national scale said that they were sick and tired of it they'd been good girls up to then behaving themselves rather nicely you know uh actually uh yes the end of the play she writes i found god in myself and i loved her fiercely anyway uh barack goes to the play and the woman that he goes to see the play with, uh, what's the word? Um, she, she, she inspires him, that isn't it? Actually, uh, it's the moment, it's the moment that we used to describe, uh, the, the click experience when they get it, you know. I made a note when I first read this, uh, I thought of all of the, men and women who, uh, you know, who get it. Uh, 
And we're right back where we started. Let's see. It's 30, 40 years ago. We're right back where we started with the Philistines coming at us here, boys and girls. <laughs> I don't know. Philistines everywhere I look. Uh, I think, hmm. I think we need to do simple things. We can write letters. What can we do? Can we write letters to the National Board? Uh, Oh, God, yes. Uh, I tried to write them a letter once, and I didn't know what to say. Uh, Something along the lines of, I don't believe in you. (laughs) I believe in grassroots programmers. I heard one guy this morning say, why doesn't KPFA cut loose and become its own boat, its own... uh, its own radio station. Uh, I heard that years ago from time to time. Uh, and uh, that's too utopian for me. I don't think it can be done, but actually... Yeah, right now, the Pacifica Foundation holds our FCC license. Okay, so whether they've got the license, what am I saying? They have the license. We've had it. What am I talking here? You know, we're the hanged man. What am I saying? Uh there's nothing, nothing to be done. Ah, uh, we must live on and suffer. <laughs> I'm sick to yeah, death. And, and and apply public pressure. Apply public pressure. Well, I don't know. I'm Changes willing to. Changes have been made in the world, Jennifer. We shouldn't give. Up I, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I'm willing to go commit demolition on the steps of Pentagon. Whatever. What do we do? You know, we go uh, b- b- sackcloth and ashes. Pull out our hair. Uh, scream and yell. Uh, Gee whiz, you Public know. outcry, you know. Um, Public outcry. That's what it is. That's what Entersaki says in, in Four Colored Girls. That's what she says. She says you're never going to... Olbermann was reinstated. You right. Know? I mean, it ha- these things happen. We're never... When yeah. people make their voices heard. We're never going to... She says you're never going to shut up again. We had a show here on KPFA years ago called Unlearning to Not Speak. Meaning it's time to learn to shoot off your mouth. I was raised on the the slogan or the mantra or the phrase, you know, that uh, women were, well, what what did they say? Yes. <laughs> women who talk too much, the bane of their lives. Anyway, uh, I think that Entosaki has said somewhere, oh, there's an article you should check out if you have a chance, in the New Yorker in Life and Letters, where Entosaki explains the reasons why after she'd, you know, failed at any number of suicide attempts and various madnesses. This was a she was a wild artist. Uh, I think next Tuesday I will give my half hour over to Antosaki Shange. Uh, she drove her car into the ocean. She got so upset, you know, but she finally gave up on the Valium, the chemicals, slashing her wrists, um, and all that good stuff. She even stuck her head in the oven like Sylvia Plath. Uh... So what she did was she just let let it out. Um, I'm looking here at this article about her self-awareness and trying to remember. Anybody remember a bar called the Bacchanal over in Albany? <laughs> I did plays in that place. Uh, Susan Griffin did. All of the women that I knew just suddenly had what I would call uh, the great awakening and epiphany, the great reversal. And we finally said, you know, we've covered your three-letter word long enough, boys. We're going to tell what you did. And, of course, when when you let that little, uh, let that little cat out of the bag, <laughs> it's big trouble, folks. Yes. Uh, yes, Entosaki 
is written up here in uh, Life and Letters, Color Vision, her outspoken art. It's Hilton Alls, I would argue, with some of the things she says. He ignores Alice Walker, that sort of thing. <laughs> he's he's a good guy. He he tries to be fair. And he he only describes, oh, you know, the sort of thing when Joseph Papp first met uh, Entosaki. He was scared to death, you know. Uh. <laughs> I think she came on in combat boots. And, uh, yeah, a funny kind of tough-looking person. Boy, I thought, she's a tough one. Age 27, she played the lady in orange. When you go see it, there's Whoopi Goldberg, Thandi Newton, a bunch of people. Try to imagine uh, the 1970s, back when. Uh, I think Thandi Newton will be my favorite in this new movie. Uh, I have to get off the air now. The New Yorker is the 8 November issue, 2010, all about... For colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. And my new mantra this week and next week is shop from the top. We have to hang on to our grassroots power here. All power to the people. This has been Jennifer Stone. Until next week at the same time. Go easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. for free speech. KPFA is looking for 2010 subscribers between now and the end of the year. It doesn't matter if you're a current subscriber or if you let your subscription lapse or if you're a new subscriber. Visit kpfa.org today to be part of the 2010 for free speech. Subscribers will be eligible for special thank you gifts like KPFA gear, a CD, DVD collection of KPFA's 2010 speaker series, the best of KPFA programming, and that's just a few. Visit kpfa.org and become one of 2010 for free speech.